Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. How do you have a good Thanksgiving, my friend? I did, I did. And for everybody who wondered why there was a repeat last week, is because we took the week off for the holiday. So, I wonder, if, I wonder what repeat do we play? Do you know, Ross? No. Was, it a, good one? was it a good one? Always. Always. <laughs> Any of them would be a good one, I guess, is what Come you're on, saying. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a good time. It was, it was a nice, relaxing. I had four days off for the first time as long as I can remember. So it was good. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the Christmas holidays for that. It's going to be really nice. <laughs> me too. And that reminds me, um, if any of our listeners are going to be in Anchorage, Alaska on New Year's Day, I'm going to be in a bar downtown watching football. Let me know in the community and I'll, and I'll post where I'm going to be if you guys want to meet up and say hi. There you go. There you and, are. And I'm sure you wouldn't turn, on, turn, turn down a bot drink. Probably not. <laughs> Hell, no. Actually, they're on you, right? Sure. When you give me the, that, that, uh, <laughs> that check that you don't owe me. <laughs> uh, Alaska, I'm jealous. I'd love to be there, even if it is that time of year. It's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Place. It's going to be cool up there for sure. Well, we got lots of news to cover. It's it did take a little bit to put it together because it's been kind of all over the place the last little while, and lots of different types of news. It's like a it's like a potpourri of news. <laughs> it's a, a poopery, yes. <laughs> well, why don't you start with the first rant? We got lots of little rants today, which is going to be fun. Yeah. So I saw this post, and my first thought was, "Damn it, Google." WTF, what's going on here? So just, <laughs> they quietly removed that cool little feature in the search results where you could go up and set your location and see the search results as if you were searching from a specific location. And this is really, really helpful in, in local search, particularly when you're dealing with people who have locations in different areas of the country and you want to show them how their different locations are responding in, in search, right, in local search. This was really helpful to sit down and so you just change this and this and teach them how to do it so they can do it. And it was great. But Google decided, nah, we don't want you to be able to do that anymore. Kind of, right? So they took away the little feature in the menu item. Apparently, you can still go in and add the actual parameter. So when you did that, Google would add a parameter of your location into the search query, and that's how it knew where you were when it showed the results. You can still add that parameter directly, apparently, and it will still work. Though I personally have not tried it. I just saw an article on a uh, search engine roundtable that that still that Look at works. Your notes. I see what you're saying, but I want you to say that because I don't agree with you. Oh, it works. If you no, just type it, in, it doesn't work the same. Well, I've found extremely reliable results. Maybe it's not perfect, but it's been excellent for me. If you just type in, let's say, uh, the, the example they use is pizza in San Jose. So they say if you alter the parameter in the URL, that, in the search result URL, to, to change uh, pizza near San Jose in the format that they use in the URL, then it'll show. Well, you can actually just type that query. It's the same thing. Just type in pizza near San Jose, and you will get the local search box and local results. 
you're probably right most of the time, but fundamentally, that's not the same. Because if you look at the query string and you add a parameter in the query string, the search engine is going to handle that parameter somehow. We don't know how, but they're going to look and see, hey, there's a there's a value and there's a parameter attached or a parameter and there's a value attached to that parameter. We need to process that. That's different than if it shows up in the query string itself. It's going to process it differently. So the odds of it being the same all the time are almost nil, right? Because it processes it different ways. Okay. Well, this is how we run our, our local search results when we're doing our reporting for clients. And it works great. I mean, I'm, again, nothing's perfect. In fact, yeah. nothing ever will be. But it, ha- it is a very easy replacement for what they're doing. I get the same layout and... I haven't I haven't checked to see if it's identical, but it seems very close to the same result that they have in, in the example they're providing so, in, on search engine. So here's a question. Here's a question for you. I have seen plenty of times when I and unfortunately I don't know how we can test this. Well, we can test this now actually. So if you go change your location to say Austin, Texas, and you're in California somewhere, and you do a search query that does not return a local search result right? It's still showing your results as if you're in that city. If you do the same search query and you say near Austin, it's going to return local search results. That's right. Right? So they're not yeah, so there is the definitely a, a variation there. Uh, yeah. The example they're using, though, this would work. True. And what they're saying, yes, it's going to work, but that's why I'm saying it's not going to be the same all the time. There's no way no. it can be. I don't disagree. No. I, but I, it is very uh, a very straightforward way of doing it. And, and hey, don't get me wrong. And, you know, I'm the first person to bitch out Google whenever I can too. I mean, I'm not very pleased with them t- removing this. They're taking away our keywords. Now they're taking this away too. Eventually, they're not going to even show search results. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not even going to ask us for the query. Yeah, gonna, so, you want to see this? <laughs> take, take this and like it. <laughs> yes. Uh, you're feeling lucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Such search geeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it is interesting. It is very much annoying, but there we go. That's Google. There yep. we are. Their bitches. Yeah. What else can we do? <laughs> <laughs> we could we use. Like it or we, not. Could, we could use Bing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's too funny. Anyway, okay. <laughs> now the I, pink. I was, just practice, I was just practicing for my stand-up routine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now, Penguin real-time update. Oh, God. How long have they been talking about this? I mean, to to their credit, I don't think they've ever said they're going to do it for sure. I think at one point they said before the end of the year. And and it was pretty granular, and that was as best we got. But that wasn't correct either, apparently. Now, to listeners who don't know what the hell we're talking about, and hopefully that's not too often, in this case, Penguin was a significant algorithmic update, and it still is, and, and it's something they run on a, on a regular basis, but they have to do it in segments. Like it does not a real time algorithm. Uh, and they've talked about making it real time, something that just happens on the fly on a regular basis. Um, and that just hasn't happened yet. 
And, when, and the reason this is significant is because if you're doing a lot of work to try to recover from a penguin issue, none of the work you're doing has any impact until they do an update. So you can do six months of work, a backleak cleanup, disavow files, you know, reaching out to webmasters, getting them to remove stuff. You can do this for six months straight, and you're not going to see any impact until Google does that penguin update. And that's why we want it to be real time. So we see the effect of the work we're doing as it happens instead of waiting six months to see well, did it work or didn't it work, right? Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, we're in fact, we're trying to clean up someone's site that has a whole bunch of horrific links as well. And yeah, it would be nice yeah. if it was real time. Well, <laughs> really and, and, and just to be clear, they've told us previously that they were going to have this rolling as a real-time update by the end of the year. Now they're saying it's delayed till next year. Not even the beginning of next year. They just say till next year from what I understand. So... Uh, even if it was on January 1st, they'd still just say till next year, just, just for fun. <laughs> yeah, just just because they love messing with us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or they just simply don't care about us, which I would actually probably lean towards that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. And I don't blame them for not caring about us either, actually. Yeah, me either. <laughs> anyway, so Google, now this is another one you've added, actually, and I, don't, I've, I haven't seen this. this. This is interesting. So apparently Google is testing having four ads above organic results. And I, I wanted to bring this up on the show because you think, okay, well, that's a paid search thing. Why am I worried about that? But really it does impact us Huge. that are going after organic results because that pushes our results further down the page. And if they do the same thing in mobile, that's just a killer because right now the first whole page of mobile results is ads. You have to go almost scroll to what we would consider the second page, which is three or four listings, before you see any real results. Now it's going to push those results down even further if they if they move forward with this. They're just testing it now. Let's just keep an eye on it and hope hope to God they don't do it. Yeah, and, and uh, I don't know. Hopefully they aren't going to start to deprive the qual or devalue the quality of their search results by adding too much ads. I, I think if there's one thing Google can be safe, we can safe to say that they won't do, it's yeah. that. But I don't know. <laughs> well, they, they, they have done a lot of things with ads already that push our organic results down. Yeah, they're doing ads that, that show site links, just like a organic result might. So that pushes our stuff down. They're showing ads that so, show images of products now, too, which pushes the results down. They're doing a lot of things in their ads that are taking up more real estate on the page that's becoming discerning. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about some uh, Google manual action. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. 
Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, so I think this next thing is interesting. It's, it's almost like a new segment we've started doing. It's the Mueller files. And I think we need to get Brasco to give us some like X-Files music logo for this thing, <laughs> for the Mueller files. Because yes. John Mueller is always coming up with new little tidbits. He's got that webmaster hangout that he does. And there's always good information coming out of that. If you're not listening to it or watching it after the fact, John's webmaster hangout is actually a treasure trove of knowledge sometimes. <laughs> so, so but they are so long. So <laughs> yeah, they are long. You're gonna have to have some extra time. Yes. And unfortunately, it's not a. Pa- um, can you listen to it like as if it's a podcast? I've never tried that. So maybe you could load it into your phone, play it while you're driving. I I've tried before. I haven't been able to make it work. I'd have to actually export it. I think. Like I've actually yeah. tried playing it while I'm working out. But the thing is, you got to keep the video on, like the visual. As soon as my phone times out, the audio stops because the oh. video stops. Oh, very, very annoying. That is annoying. I, mean, I, mean, well, I don't really need to see the people. It should be in a podcast. Yeah, that's true. I agree. It should be on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> then, well, then people would listen to him instead of us. I think he should do it on our show. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we well, come here to understand what he's talking about. That's true. That's true. So, <laughs> this week's edition of the Mueller Files, someone had asked him a question about manual actions, Google manual actions, on how they how they affect subdomains, or if you have a manual action on a subdomain, how does it affect the rest of the site? And here's John's quote: If the manual action was specific to the subdomain then that wouldn't, from a manual actions point of view, have an effect on the rest of your site. If you've taken care to remove all of that, then after the reconsideration request, things should be fine. (laughs) Now, I have a little bit of an issue with this, as you could probably imagine. What John says is absolutely correct, but it's the way he says things and Google phrases things in general. So when he said, from a manual actions point of view, Right, he's saying that when Google did a manual action, they only did it to the subdomain. They didn't do anything to the regular site, but the way it's worded makes it sound like it's not going to have any impact on the rest of your site. But it will, especially if you have navigation that ties the two together, because we all know we don't want links from bad sites, sites that have been penalized, which sounds like this would be. So you automatically have now a bad site linking to your main site. Until you get rid of that bad site, it's going to impact your main site. And he yeah. says that in here, but he doesn't make it clear that algorithmically. 
Uh, yeah, it's just he's 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 saying just what we do from a manual action standpoint. We don't do anything to your main site, but it does not mean your main site is not going to be impacted because your subdomain has a main, manual action. Yeah, I yeah. hope that made sense and it wasn't too confusing. No, you're right. It's absolutely true, and and, and Mueller has gotten exceptionally good at doing that. <laughs> yes, they, they, I, I swear they're, I take a course on that. I don't know how they do. They are very, very, very literal when they answer these questions. Right? They don't they don't look at anything outside the scope of exactly what was asked. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, so many people just take what they hear and they run with it, and, and you can't do that. Never. Do that from Google. Do that from anything, but never do that from anything. But definitely not from Google. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, if if there was a was there a character on Saturday Night Live one time, Mister Literal or something like that? I, for some reason, that seems like a character that I saw on a comedy sketch thing one time. Because because John Mueller would be great at that, or anybody from Google would be great in that part. <laughs> yeah, except you'd never get it. <laughs> yeah. True. You're like, huh? What did he just say? I feel happy <laughs> about it. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway, I've got a bit of a rant too now. So we have a, a client that's come back to us. Ironically, she she left only because she wanted to take both her SEO and her design under uh, one roof, and she had just switched to a new design company. Well, this design company claimed they could do SEO and were very pushy. Uh, about the fact that they do and they even go to their site now and it says yeah we, we get rankings uh, blah 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 blah. it's very oh wow you feel like you're going to a very competent marketing company by looking at their site well piss on that oh my god <laughs> <laughs> dealing with this mess they left is just infuriating okay first of all you know I, I've said this before I'm going to say it again never and this is not an SEO thing but this is still a pet peeve from oh immense one Never, ever let them change your Google Analytics code. Why on earth? They always freaking do that. Always, and, and I swear, Preach, and it's always, the, <laughs> the bad companies do this. Not the other ones. I, I've not seen a good company do this. The bad ones just don't care. And they go and they do is they, they start a new Google Analytics account, and put a new code on your site, and remove the old one. All of a sudden, all the history, all your Google, Google Analytics history, all this valuable data is just cut off at the knees and you lose all that data, it's going to another account. You can't merge them later. It just mind boggles. Uh, anyway, so that's one thing. After that, Scott actually had talked to me, uh, our, our occasional co-host when you can't make it, and he, and he was saying, he was just ranting. <laughs> he doesn't rant very often <laughs> about all the things they had missed. It was on total shite show. They hadn't properly redirected the old domain. In fact, it was redirecting to pages that were 404s. They had uh, a redirect loops set up everywhere. They had, I think the canonicals were right. That was one thing they did right. Oh my God. The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The overstuffing of keywords in the content was nightmarish. Ah, <laughs> oh, I just can't stand it. And we had top rankings for this woman. It just, did, did, she was killing. Just did, killing. 
Have, have you had a chance to talk to them as designers? <clears throat> Since you're working with this client again, I'm, I'm assuming you're going to have to work with this design firm to get things fixed, right? Have you right had a now chance? we're in the, the bit of a, de, uh, not detente, but we're back and forth with emails very politely, getting this info. Once I've got the info I need, then gloves are off. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm going to have a chat. <laughs> See, and I've dealt with a lot of design firms. I, I was, I did one this morning actually, as where you know one of the things that we do for some of our clients is if they're getting a site redesign, is we we'll, we will work with these designers during the design process. My the time I love to get involved is when they're selecting a CMS. But if you get in afterwards, things like you know a lot of SEOs don't think well once they start building the site, I will take a look at it and start working with them on it. Get in before that if you possibly can when they're doing wireframe and site architecture is where you need to begin at the very least. I did some some of that stuff just this morning. I found two pages of problems just from looking at wireframes. That's the time when people, those changes can be made then instead of after hours and hours and hours of work building out something. You know, designers, unfortunately, who want to come in and say, hey, we do SEO now. It's another revenue stream for them. So they think they can make some money on it, but they don't most cases, I find it very, very rare that they actually know what to do when it comes to SEO other than we're going to use H1 tags and put some title tags in, right? And here's another question, Ross. So we've got a bunch of design firms saying they do SEO. Do you know any SEOs that say, hey, we do design? Not as a main selling point, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, many SEOs will help out. We help out people with some changes, but no, we don't say we do mark web design. It, we are, are focused. We've got to do one thing and do it well. But should we? Um, sometimes I want to. <laughs> I know. I, I started out as a web designer. I, I have no problem oh, sitting down yeah. and building a website. But is it something we should do? I don't know. It's it's one of those questions I ask myself sometimes. Like these guys that are doing web design and they're good at it <clears> decide they want to say they can do SEO. And they do crap jobs, right? Why can't we as SEOs do good design and then, you know, solve that problem? Well, the one thing we do, and we haven't advertised it, but what we've been doing over the last year, I think we've done two of them, is we have contracted, being kind of like the general contractor, got the designers in, ones we'd vetted and we knew. Mm -hmm. They did the hard, like the, the graphical work. We would then slice and dice and do the code and do the SEO, and that worked out great. Yeah, the one I did this morning, one of my goals is to work with this agency who's building this website to work with them with other clients they do, you know, because they want to do SEO. They even have an in-house person that's their <laughs> SEO who needs some training. But I would love to be able to collaborate with these people and form a relationship, you know, because it does make sense. They do know what they're doing when it comes to design. But they don't understand what a lot of their design features do to search, Right. So it makes yeah. sense. It makes sense that there'd be a good collaboration there, but I don't see it happening very often at all. And I don't think there's, some of these companies are just, they're not bad people. They just don't realize there's so much more to SEO. In this case, Scott and I really have a sinking suspicion that they are outsourcing this because some of the uh, mistakes we saw were very, very common with companies that have been outsourced. And I don't mean to overgeneralize here because there are good companies, but to Asia. Uh, we've seen a lot of very common mistakes that they always seem to make because they aren't trained the same way. I mean, in many cases, they don't have the experience that, that we do. And they just, you know, the, the analytics thing is a very lazy thing to do. And it's very common, very common. And again, uh, offshore, I find it very common. 
I don't see too many companies do that here unless they're, well, trying to cover something up, quite frankly. But it, it does happen. Anyway. All right. <sighs> Let's take a quick break. When we come back. We are going to talk about Google Quality Rater Guidelines, or at least a little bit about it. It's a lot of info going on out there about this right now. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. And myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now, I was just actually reading about this, and I noticed you put it in here, and you've got a rant to go for. I'm looking forward to this. But um, <laughs> and it was actually an interview by Eric Ward, a.k.a. Link Moses, with a quality rater, a friend of his, actually. He turned out to be a quality rater. He just sort of connected with it, reconnected with her. Anyway, I'm still reading it. When I have more solid details, I'll be adding it probably to the next show, but... What did you want to say about these guidelines? Well, well, first of all, I want to say if you if you get the chance, take the time to read this. It's very interesting reading. It really gives you some insight into what Google th- deems important, what it wants to look at it, and how it approaches things. Right, and I guess there's been a number of articles written about the new quality guidelines. If you did, if you weren't aware, they came out a couple years ago. I think it was 2012, 2013. A copy of the PDF for the quality rater guidelines made it out to public. This time, I think it was just last month, Google actually published it on a Google blog post that you can download the PDF for this. I mean, it's really, really interesting reading. So don't get me wrong here when I say what I'm about to say. It's good stuff. <laughs> should read it and try to just absorb as much as you can. However, 
some of the articles that are coming out recently about this, one in particular, is talking about how these guidelines are going to affect the algorithms in the future, right? This is another one of those things that's a complete misconception about what this is, right? These guidelines are not something that they're going to build their algorithms around. These are the guidelines that they already have. And the algorithms that we deal with every day are already following most everything in this. So if you read an article about how this is going to change the way this works, step back and think, well, nope, that's probably already working that way. It's the same thing when, when someone publishes, we just found this patent that Google patented this great idea about how they're going to connect clicks to rankings. If they patented something and the patent is just now coming out and being approved, that means they filed for it years ago. They probably implemented it, you know, not long after they filed for it, right? So it's or they tested effect. it and didn't implement it. Yeah, or they tested it and didn't implement it. Good point. So this is the same thing. You know, when you look at these guidelines, read them, understand them, absorb as much as you can, but don't think it's going to change anything. It's those are guidelines about the way it is already. That's all. Yeah. That was my rant. That's it. Oh, that's good. No, it's good. Good ad. What it is essentially, uh, anyone who doesn't know, um, essentially, these are people who are hired by Google with a very specific role, and their their job is okay. They're they're provided with a search result, and their job is to determine whether or not that search result is providing quality. If they look at it, do they feel this will provide a good search experience? Then they might click on a page or, or whatever it might be the, in the top and they'd go to the page and they'd look at the content and these quality rating guidelines that, that they put out, they've released, speak to how they look at a page and how they determine if a page is of, of a decent quality. What kind of insights can you glean from it? Well, it gives you some interesting insight into what Google likes or expects to see on a page that's high quality. What you learn the most is what they don't want to see, and that's good. I think that part is very useful, and that's probably yeah. why they released it. I mean, there's no harm whatsoever in getting people to, to provide a better result. Agreed, agreed. And it, it, this interview, you can actually sign up, but I, I strongly recommend it. You know, he's doing a really good job, Eric Ward. Uh, you go to ericward.com, you can find this information on how to sign up. It's $8 a month. And you get access to an email he sends at least once a month. Typically, that's what it says once a month, but he's been sending more than that recently. And he gives tips on, on link building. He's the guy who's been doing link building for 20 years. You know, he's the guy to learn from, and he does it only using white hat or ethical standards. So it's a good person to learn from. And in this case, <laughs> he is truly interviewing a person from Google. They've had their answers vetted by legal. <laughs> so, you know. It's not a whistleblower by any means, it's, but it is interesting. It's got some good, good feedback, and he certainly knew how to ask the questions. Anything you wanted to add, John? No, no, I think that, that's, that's perfect. I, I don't subscribe to it, but I might after your recommendation. Yeah, it's well done, well done. All right, well, we have a question here from Paul Mycroft, one of our uh, show listeners that we've you've had questions from me before, Paul. Thank you. And this question, uh, this is from our Google Plus SEO 101 community. For anyone who doesn't know about it, please do go check it out. And his question is, in Google Analytics, under acquisition campaigns and organic keywords, that's a section of the reporting, mm -hmm. I see a large not provided figure. Then under search engine optimization and queries, I see another large not set figure, not set being the term. How can I see accurate numbers for all organic keyword phrases used by people to find my site. <laughs> <laughs> well, first, why don't you answer that? I mean, I've got the answer from Google for what the not set means, but that's kind of funny. To, I mean. uh, um, 
Well, the question—I think the key word in your question is accurate numbers, and no pun intended by key phrases, but accurate numbers. I never consider any of this a hundred percent accurate. Now, I understand what you're trying to do because there's a big chunk of not provided, a big chunk of not set that you just can't find, and there's been some some discussion about if you, you connect your webmaster tools, excuse me, your. Uh, I don't even remember what they call it, Search Console. It's, it's Webmaster Tools. If you connect Webmaster Tools and Google Analytics together, <laughs> you, you get a clearer picture. It's still not going to be 100% accurate, but you actually do get a little bit of a clearer picture than either one of them individually. But that's the best you're going to get. Quick side rant. Why the hell did Google make it so that we couldn't connect a Google Search Console account to Google Analytics unless we're the owner? Yeah, I used to be able to do I could fix that for my clients. Now I can't fix it. Now I, I can't know. add it. Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Not that I, I'm upset or anything. This, um, has, been a, this has been a rant-filled show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully the laughter uh, negates some of our negativity. But anyway. Yes. Now, what does the not set mean? Okay. So this is something I have to look up every time I see the damn thing because I can't remember every time either. Because it is obscure, as in most things are when you get into stats. Quote, unquote. Not set is a placeholder name that analytics uses when it hasn't received any information for the dimension you've selected. Again, quote unquote, if not set appears in your AdWords reports, it means that the website or app you're tracking in the analytics account is receiving traffic from an AdWords account that is not linked to the reporting view. Blah, 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 blah. But here's some points. Auto tagging is on, but cost data is not applied. This is a key one here. There is a redirect in the URL. Da, da, da. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The GCL ID, so Google, that's what I call Google Click ID. I'm not sure if that's what it's actually called, but anyway, parameter is altered or dropped from the ad, or manually, manually tagged URLs are missing a parameter. So it's pretty much just obscure. I mean, they do say, and when you're trying to get your data, if you want accurate numbers, just add them. The not set should be added to the ones that you can see. It is well, as accurate as it comes. When you add it together, that is how many sessions you've had. There's that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I understand the desire to gauge your performance based on keywords, but we got to remember that keywords are a KPI. They're a performance indicator because, you know, you can, you can ask people what, what, what do you want the goal of your SEO program to be? And I probably seven out of 10 times a client's going to say, I want higher rankings. But if you push them, they don't really want higher rankings. They want more business. And, and higher rankings are a factor of getting more exposure to the brand, driving more traffic to the site, making more conversions. Those are things that are actually going to drive business. Higher rankings is an indicator of how well you're doing those things, right? So, mm -hmm. yes, you want to focus in on different terms because you want to see if your content strategy around this, around this topic is working. I understand that. But if you're focusing all your energy on trying to dig into this minute detail about how this one particular keyword is doing, you're, you might want to redirect some of that energy. Right, good point. Now, one of the uh, comments was from David, and David asked whether or not, you know, if you wanted to fill in the keyword blanks, so-called keywords, to find out what they are, would you use SEMrush or SpyFu? Now, without getting into all the detail of what you and each one provides, I wholeheartedly recommend SEMrush. I use it religiously. I love that program. It is 100 bucks a month, 
it's you know it's not meant for anyone who's not going to be using it regularly, but uh, it it will give you insight into what is ranking for a particular yeah. website most immediately, get, and it's not perfect, but it's very good. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the enterprise version of SEM Ranch is a little more expensive than a hundred bucks a month. There you go. <laughs> I bet. Yes. I can, yes. can only imagine it, what it provides. But it's worth it. Yeah. There you go. It it is it is probably my favorite tool. There's a lot of them we have, but that's always been stable and always reliable for me. Not that SpyFu isn't good. I haven't used them myself in a while. They used to be really focused on the paid side of things, looking into what other people were paying and pay-per-click <laughs> and that kind of stuff. But they have expanded quite a bit. I, I, I think I saw the dashboard a couple months ago. And I was like, wow, they do all that now? That's interesting. I haven't dug into it, but I know it's a lot more extensive than it used to be. Yeah, we have an account there too, and we've used it uh, for some stuff, but we have a lot of them. And we just find it useful because we get sometimes really interesting contrasting results on so different what, data. So what would you be looking at in SEMrush to say, hey, I think I want to get a second opinion at SpyFu. When when does that happen? Oh, I don't I do not do that from SEMrush. No? SpyFu okay. just has different, entirely different tools that we like to use sometimes. Gotcha. Um, yeah. All right. Anyways, with that said, we're, we're at the end of our show. We've got to tie this up so we can actually get back to some, some work here. And I hope everyone's enjoyed the show and got something out of it. I've had a few comments lately from listeners who love the show and I just love hearing that. It's still I, I, I have as well. Awesome. So, so that's great. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Well, with that said, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Google Plus community page. Easily found by searching SEO 101 on Google Plus. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air, air at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, every Wednesday on webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.